Hi, you're listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast with me, Dr. John Kenworthy. The Leadership Advantage ultimately boils down to how you motivate and get people to do things that matter. This isn't some magic trick or silver bullet to instant success, but how you can leverage neuroscience hacks to become a better leader today than you were yesterday. The Leadership Advantage. It's why some leaders thrive, whilst others struggle. Hey there, welcome. This is John, and what's better today? Welcome to this edition of the Leadership Advantage podcast. And my purpose this week is to help you confidently make your next meeting or presentation perfect. And not be anxious about it. To do that today I'm sharing with you how to do a pre-mortem on your meeting or presentation by asking yourself six questions. On the show notes I'll share a pdf and a word template that you can download and use to plan your next presentation or meeting pre-mortem and make it perfect. Let me start I've got a secret to share with you. I uh, I have a fear of public speaking. I know, it's kind of strange, but I do. And it's not because I don't like to be the centre of attention, because I love that. No, it's because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. I want everything to be just so well perfect. And because of that, every time I have to speak in public, whether in a small group recording a podcast or presenting to a large auditorium I get anxious sometimes a little anxious sometimes a lot anxious and I'm not alone glossophobia is the official term for a fear of public speaking most statistics I've seen show between 21% and 40% of people have a fear of public speaking or performance. Only snakes appear to be feared by more people. So what makes giving a presentation or leading a meeting so nerve-wracking? And it's not just those who give presentations on occasion. Professional speakers and trainers that I know, very, very good, and you would never believe that they have any anxiety, but they too can get anxious before a presentation. We all have our tricks and tools to get around the issue, and I've shared four great hacks you can use in another podcast You'll find the link again on the show notes. But there's another tool that anyone can use to help them overcome any concern, and that's a pre-mortem. Yes, a pre-mortem. You see, you've heard of a post-mortem, an autopsy for my American friends, where a corpse is examined to determine the cause of death. A pre-mortem, that takes the same idea but it examines the corpse of your presentation or your meeting before you present 
to help you prevent its demise. Its purpose is to take your well-planned presentation and shake out your own optimistic bias. Yeah, I said, we need to shake out your optimistic bias. It is estimated that less than 35% of presentations achieve their desired outcome. Um, because we have an inbuilt optimistic bias that causes us to ignore baseline data, even when it is contrary to our belief. We believe in our own skills, our own abilities or experience, and that we, I, will be different and our I will succeed. We believe that they, the audience, will know what they need to do once we present the facts. And then Gary Klein suggested the idea of a pre-mortem to help organisations improve the success rate of projects. And you can use the same idea with projects. The procedure is simple, and I've just adapted this to help you improve the success of your presentations. I use this in mind to help me present more effectively and more successfully every time. But what is, what is this thing, a successful presentation? Better still, what makes a perfect presentation? To answer this, we have to start with the purpose of a presentation. And that is to influence others to change and act. A presentation's purpose is to influence others to change and act. You might be, for example, sharing a new idea with your audience. The change is that the new, without a K, becomes new, with a K. The new to the canoe. Now, what do you want the audience to do now that they know the idea? Surely you desire that they do something with the new idea. If not, why are you presenting it? A successful presentation, then, is one where the audience acts on the information or opportunity. Indeed, that would be perfect, wouldn't it? And if they are to act, then we need to be very clear to ask the right questions. So I have six questions to make sure we successfully get the audience to act. I'll bet that you, like me, have sat in way too many meetings that had no actions. You've probably heading out to one today. So if you're the host, take just five minutes and ask yourself these six questions. So let me take you through the process. Then we'll look at a couple of examples so that you're clear as to what the questions are. Remember, you can download the questions from the show notes. Imagine that it's the end of your presentation. You planned it very well, but it seems that the audience simply didn't do what you wanted them to do. It was, in terms of presentation success, a failure, a flop. The right questions come from knowing what might derail us. To know that... We have these six. What specifically did I want the audience to do at the end of my presentation? 
Why specifically did I want to achieve that? What happened that prevented me from getting it? What would have happened if I did get it? How did I not get what I wanted? And six, what did I not overcome? So, if you're on your way to that presentation right now, and you're the host, take just five minutes and write down your responses to the six questions. Let's look at two common business examples to help you understand how this works in practice. The first I'll share is a a pretty common situation and it's a presentation to colleagues and a boss in a regional meeting about progress of the presenter's team. The second is about proposing a new business project. So let me take you through the first one, a progress update. And these are answers I've amalgamated. I've changed them slightly to disguise the guilty parties. Um, But these are genuine answers to questions asked and very similar responses we get from many clients. So question one is, what specifically did I want the audience to do at the end of my presentation? I wanted them to appreciate, recognise, our or my achievements and for my boss to commend me in front of my peers. Why specifically did I want to achieve that? Well, they needed to appreciate how hard we work. Third question, what happened that prevented me from getting it? Actually, I was just bragging and not really telling them anything useful for them. Fourthly, what would have happened if I did get it? Well, I would have felt good, but unsatisfied. So how did I not get what I wanted? I went ahead and gave them a list of boring facts and figures that no one else cares about. What did I not overcome? I didn't overcome my own need to satisfy my ego and focus on what they wanted to hear instead. Hmm. How many presentations like this first case have you sat through? One where the update was all about how great the presenter was, how hard they'd worked and that they should get some plaudits. And now the very, very tough question, of course. How many of those have you given? Now, by using the six pre-mortem questions, we can face that reality and go back and clarify the purpose of the presentation. Ask yourself, why does the audience need to know this? And why should they care? Be clear what you want your audience to do at the end of your presentation. And remember, if there is no action, then pray tell why are you presenting again? The second example, perhaps you're more familiar with presenting new uh, or proposing a new business project. So again, here's here's an example that I've culled from my uh, clients' responses. What specifically did I want the, the audience to do at the end of my presentation? I wanted them to approve the project and make me project lead. 
why specifically did I want to achieve that? It's my idea and I should lead it so that it is successful. What happened that prevented you from getting it? I don't have project management experience and the business plan had holes in it. What would have happened if you did get it? I would have been overwhelmed and stressed out. How did you not get what you wanted? I think I changed my mind. What did I not overcome? I didn't make them recognise that I was the best person for the job because I don't believe that I am. Hard hitting, yeah? But how many of those sort of new project proposals have you seen or delivered that just sort of fizzled out? By using the pre-mortem here, we can go back and be completely clear about the outcome we want and what is best for the business. Yes, indeed, sometimes it is your idea, it's your baby, you want to lead it, but actually you're not probably the best person to do so. This is the time to recognise that. Here. But surely it's a good thing to feel optimistic when a little fearful. Because if I'm fearful of my presentation or fear, fear public speaking, I need something to feel optimistic about. Yeah, absolutely. Feel optimistic for sure. And you can be after the pre-mortem. What we want to do is address the certainty of our presentation achieving the desired objective and remove as much overly optimistic beliefs or assumptions within the presentation itself. But my meeting presentation is the only chance I get to blow my own trumpet. Oh, I understand that feeling. Way back when I was implementing a new computer system in the London pub estate or Sheffern Brewer, part of uh, Grand Metropolitan Retailing. We had more than 200 pubs in central London. My boss and peers, the area managers in the team, could have cared less about my accomplishments. Nobody wanted this computer system. There were snide remarks about how little my team had achieved. So when it came to provide an update, I was enthusiastic to claim all that delayed recognition. Big mistake. No one cared. I would have been far better off using these pre-mortem questions then and working out what they needed to hear and what the benefits were for them. But then I was young and foolish and thought that the world revolved around me. So how does all this help us achieve the perfect presentation and reduce anxiety? I think we're agreed that a successful or a perfect presentation is one where the audience acts on the information or opportunity. That is, the presentation achieves its purpose. When we ask these six pre-mortem questions, we're setting ourselves up for success. They help us make sure that we are clear about our purpose and specific outcomes of our presentation and fix everything that might derail us. 
Now that I'm certain I've planned everything to achieve my purpose here, I'm less anxious, less worried, more confident, and now I can get up to present. Use this for your next meeting or presentation. Be honest with yourself and sufficiently critical to test your planning. Your time will be well spent because that next meeting or that next presentation is going to achieve exactly what you want it to achieve. And that, my friend, would be just perfect. Thanks for listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast. You can learn more on how to motivate and get people to do things that matter over at my website at leadershipadvantage.com.